This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. This is Everyday Tech, the tech show for everyday people on MPB Think Radio. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Wills Couture, information technology expert at Newport Steel and IT instructor at Holmes Community College, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Well, with excellent new stars from Apple, Google, and Samsung all vying for your attention, choosing the right smartphone has never been more challenging. So today we're discussing tips for finding the right phone. Everything from operating systems and screen sizes to cameras and prices. Plus, we're taking your personal tech questions. So the number to call is 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Well, good morning, fellas. Good morning. Hi, Jeremy. Good morning. Hi. Hey, that was quick. No. Are you a robot? (laughs) I am not. Have you you been replaced with Siri? I I know. You sound like a Siri box. Oh, God. Can you imagine that? Hey, Jeremy. Hello. Yes. (laughs) Can I help you? Good morning. I'm here to fix your computer. (laughs) Hey, Jeremy. I missed you all week. Good morning. Good morning. I'm sorry. I I am still so, so busy trying to uh, give this new shop legs. It's it's been a challenge this summer, guys. It really has. I I have not met a lot of the goals that I said I would, like 75% studio attendance. And I'm just (laughs) glad you guys still let me call in and be a part of the show. We love you, man. Yes, it wouldn't be the same without the dream team. I love us. Exactly, you know. Like, I love us. And, you know, us, we're together. So we're family. We can't let you go. But we can help. If you need help, please reach out to us. We can help you. Yeah, man. We'll, uh, you know. Answer a phone. Yeah, we can answer a phone. Yeah, we can do that. (laughs) Oh, I need somebody to do that. Just uh, Uh, send them to (laughs) (laughs) 555-12. Well, guys, what's been going on in Hattiesburg? You already said um, a little bogged down. But you know what? When you say you didn't meet your goals, I mean, don't don't put yourself down. You are doing what most people dream of. You have your own business. And it takes time. You know, don't put too much pressure on yourself. But, of course, have goals. But just don't feel bad if you don't reach them when you think you should. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm I'm very happy that I'm I'm down here and I'm I'm busy and I'm I'm moving forward with company goals. I'm just a little I'm a little down that you know as far as my MPB goals go, uh, I have not been able to bring them to fruition yet. But there's still time, maybe. It is. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm thinking about seeing. I mean, as I was walking through, you know, coming in from the front door, I saw some different cutouts up there. So I'm thinking if we can get a Jeremy cutout that I can oh. at least just sit over here and maybe put like a webcam into your forehead. That's perfect. I, like I think that. we can make this work. We're going to go downstairs and talk to Antonio about that right yeah. after the show. Yeah, I we like need to make that. this happen. I'm yes. liking this. Well, um, what's been going on with you, Wilts? Oh, tech Lord, wise, speaking <laughs> tech-wise, yeah. just busy, busy, busy. It's like it's, it's the season of projects for some reason. So. Well, we started um, school. Yeah, we Both started school. Started so. school back. Uh, yesterday was my first day back. Uh, I've been back since July 1, and I'm still just swamped with that, talking about different goals. So, yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, uh, like like probably so many of our listeners out there, there's just so much uh, so much going on out there. 
you know, uh, tech world-wise, we're getting ready, you know, coming up pretty soon. Next month should be the announcement of some of the new iPhones. So there's already some leaking information on some of that. We got the uh, – yeah. Um, and, and quite honestly, from the different leaks that I've seen, nothing really, you know, totally earth-shattering. Just everything is moving forward like it does. I've uh, been seeing those. When does, the, um, when does the new note come out, Jeremy? Uh, this Friday. Ooh. That thing looks pretty impressive too. So you know, yep. just uh, you know, consumer tech wise, a lot of lot firing up, and and I'm just hoping that we don't have a a, a rash of broken phones at work that miraculously sometimes will happen whenever new phones come out. See, yeah. and I, I told you guys what happened to me. Y'all know my experience, and I'm hearing the same story all across the board. Everyone's saying that they went to bed, or all of a sudden their phone did not work anymore. And I'm telling you, the Apple Fairy came and sprinkled the dust on my phone and just, you don't longer work. It's time for you to upgrade. And they make you upgrade. I believe that. Well, hold heartily. Okay, so... Uh, so <laughs> right. See, see J- uh, Java, where were the crickets? We need the crickets right there because you guys are... Well, she on. knows the secret. Oh, my uh, God. Java, can you go ahead and get us some aluminum foil? We're going to make us a hat here for... Uh, for Michelle, we need to make this thing on out. We can uh, we can just kind of form it out. No, you know it it, it. it is strange that seems to happen. We notice sometimes. Um, you know, all of a sudden, it's, whenever something new and shiny is out, it's kind of like when the new car comes out. It's like, oh, my car don't look as shiny anymore. <laughs> and you know, it, it, bottom line, tech wears out. Think about how much we use these things. I mean, I people are like you know glued to them, and they will wear out. Uh, I have to admit, yours was really strange last year because I had two others do the exact same thing. So, um, see, you know, they, you know, we just had the Twilight theme. Exactly. Well, speaking of um, tech, I got a new hot tech story. This is interesting. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Netflix just declared war on Apple with payment bypass. Yeah, you know, that's, that's pretty interesting. And I, I think it's always kind of entertaining whenever you see the big tech giants kind of come do battle we've seen this in so many other industries and for those who don't know um apple takes pretty much 15 to 30 percent of all payment processes you know of all payments that are processed through its ios apps it's you know i guess kind of the fee you pay to be involved well it appears that netflix is kind of tired of sharing that cash and they are testing alternative means of payment you know kind of interesting to see where that goes um you know, I mean, these different, you know, be it Google Play, be it Apple, be it Amazon, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you got to pay to play a little bit. I mean, if they're if they're giving you a platform of millions and millions and hundreds of millions of people, yeah, they're going to take a little bit of a cut on that. But you know, we have to admit, I mean, Netflix has kind of become a giant in and of itself. Yes. So, so that'll be interesting to see where it shakes down. I mean, there's yeah. so many options out there. Well, um, Jeremy, you have any hot tech stories this this week? Uh, yeah, so like we were talking about the uh, the Galaxy Note 9 coming out this Friday, um, I just wanted to talk about what kind of uh, a neat uh, phone that is. So this is another one where Samsung is attempting to use water cooling inside the phone, right? That's a good How do you all feel about that? Water That's... cooling inside the phone. Uh, is that po- Well, obviously it's possible, but I mean. That just seems, I don't know, I'm going to have to... Um... Yeah. I'm gonna have to squint and <laughs> ponder on that one. Well, I would I would like to know more about how it works. I, I haven't seen any schematics for it yet. Uh, but when a uh, new phone comes out, uh, the website iFixit usually gets a hold of it and uh, X-rays the inside. So 
It won't be long, and we'll know what secrets it holds inside. Uh, but apparently it does pretty pretty well at keeping itself cool. Mm. So that's the offset, the burning of the uh, phones catching on fire and things like yeah. that? Yeah, you just put oh. water in there. Wow. And you think water and electronics won't mix? Well, yeah, pure, pure water in and of itself is not necessarily conducive to electricity. It's the impurities in water that make the water bad for electricity sometimes. But, oh. yeah, I mean, we have water-cooled computers. We have water-cooled servers. Uh, truth be known, most of those are going to use a glycol or some kind of alcohol um, or oil base type of thing in order to kind of reduce some of those risks. But yeah, I mean, it's not unusual in the supercomputing world, but getting down to the consumer level, getting beyond the, the gaming enthusiasts that may have liquid cooled systems, it's, it's, it's definitely unusual. Okay. Yeah. And uh, most people that use that kind of cooling, like Wilt said, they're trying to get more performance out of their machine. So people that are, uh, they're overclocking their processors, which means they're, they're, literally going into their computer and telling it to to perform at a higher standard than it usually does um, makes it generate more heat. So, therefore, water cooling uh, can keep it better managed. Oh. Well, today, guys, we are talking about cell phones. If you're looking to upgrade your phone or you're looking to buy a new phone, especially for your child, I know school just started back and you're wondering what phone to buy, we have all the tips today to help you make the best purchase. What to buy, what to look for when you're buying. Should you go refurbish? Should you do new? Should you do contract or no contract? Should you do large screen or small screen? What should you look for in buying a new phone? That's what we're talking about today. But before we go to our first break, I have a question for you. What year did the first cell phone come out? Again, what year did the first cell phone come out? come out. Well, we'll tell you when we return. Plus, we're still taking your personal tech questions. The number to call is 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. This is Everyday Tech, the tech show for everyday people, only on MPB Think Radio. anything on MPB Think Radio, you can always stay up to date by logging on to our website at mpbonline.org or use your mobile device and download our MPB public media app. This is MPB Think Radio, where Mississippi is our mission. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Everyday Tech, the tech show for everyday people. I'm Michelle McAdoo with our tech experts, Wils Contreras and Jeremy Thompson. And today we're discussing tips for finding the right cell phone. Well, if you'd like to join our conversation or ask any general tech question, the number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 or you can email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now before the break I asked, what year did the first cell phone come out? Do you know? Hmm. 
I can tell oh, you. Oh, I do without even looking at the notes. Uh, it was September 21st, 1983. Motorola made history when the FCC approved the 8000X. 8000X, the world's first commercial portable cell phone. Y'all remember those? Look like a big brick, that big, uh, you know, there's so many commercials that were out there with that. The big, it was kind of like beige, just like the computers looked at that time. Big old antenna up top, about the length of your head, um, about as, you know, thick as your hand. So, yeah, good times, good times. Now, I mean, my first one was actually installed in my car right there in the center. Also had the bag phone. Um, you know, I know our, uh, ra- our director of radio, Jason Klein, said uh, he had the uh, I think he had the bag phone as well. Oh, you thought you were something back in the 80s. My oh, goodness. man. Yeah, you were you were uppity. <laughs> Jeremy, were you born in the 80s? I was born in 86, actually. Oh, but, my God. <laughs> but I do remember the bag or car phone, as uh... it was more frequently called. <laughs> Oh gosh! I know. Just... I feel so old right now. You said you were born in '86. Okay, Man, I, 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 oh. I was in high school. Oh um, no! Goodness, Lord, we... I was 15 years old. Oh Ooh. my God! But you know what? You still—I mean—he could tell us a lot about computers. So that's what I love about Jeremy. Not your age, okay? But 8000X. I'm just laughing at the name of the phone. Not yeah, I love that they started with 8,000. Yes. What were they going to do next year? Well, it's released the 9,000. What do we have ever have? A 10,000. No, uh, no, Jeremy. We need the 10,000XX. Uh, we need I mean, a Y in there. Uh, it's the original. Uh, that must have been the original iPhone X. <laughs> That's what was funny when I, I said 8,000. How did they pick that number randomly out? The- That's probably how much it cost. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if some of y'all, you know, there's probably some listeners out there probably remember it. Man, those oh first phones were God. expensive. What, what was the price point on uh, a cell phone back in 1983? That Oh, yeah, Google that. Yeah, I'm going to Google so, that. So while they're looking for that answer, let's begin. Let's first of all talk about today. $4,000. No. Whoa. What a bargain. <laughs> Are you serious? Wow. Yes, $4,000. Java. Java shaking his head like I wouldn't have. That's why we didn't have a phone. Thirty nine ninety five. Motorola Dynatac eight thousand X four thousand dollars when it went on sale in eighty three. What? Wow. Man. A job would have picked up two, just one for each hand. You know. <laughs> That's funny. You know what? That is a great, great trivia question. Eight, four thousand. I'm just. I can't even talk anymore. Wait a minute. But it was like dollars per minute that you were talking. I mean, you know, there, you know, it. it oh it's so hard to remember. But you know, let's just remember that not too long ago you were still paying for minutes. You know, you were like, oh, come on, my nighttime minutes going to kick in. <laughs> you know, it's just like on the computers. Oh, got me another AOL disc. Fifty more hours, oh, baby. Oh my god. But uh, you know what? Guys, what? Uh, due to inflation, that was the equivalent of ten thousand dollars. In 1983. Or basically the price of an iPhone X. So there we go. Okay. (laughs) Well, speaking of phones, we're talking about today phones. How do you, where do you begin? Uh, There's so many phones out there, so many packages, so many carriers. And we're not here today to talk about iPhone versus Android. We're not here to talk about uh, Verizon versus AT&T. We're talking about what should you look for when you purchase a cell phone. 
Well, you know, and, and, and it's interesting, uh, you know, being in the IT department, that's a question that we get a lot. Well, what phone should I get? What computer should I get? I've got friends that are in automotive. What car should I get? And, and you know, um, I mean, those of y'all who listen regularly, y'all know me and Jeremy like to pick a little bit back and forth. I mean, we both have different styles of phones, but at the end of the day, we both have the tool that's the best tool for us. And, and we're really lucky in this day and age, you're not going to really pick a, a, a bad item. It's kind of like, you know, people who are like, you know, Ford versus Chevy. Well, you know, yes, I like this. I like this. You know, whoever, you know, whatever your personal preference is and your personal experiences. But it's really important to think about that, too, with computers. It's really gotten down to the point that it, it comes down to personal preference. But, you know, just because I sit there and say, for example, I have an iPhone. Does that mean that I think that the Android phone is bad? No, not at all. It's actually a wonderful phone. It's just that they're they're marketed there for different people. Um, you know, if if I happen to like a Mustang, does that mean the Camaro's bad? No, not at all. It's just that there are different styles that people like. So it's really kind of important to remember that with us. Um, you know, you mentioned like cellular plans. What works really good for me might not work well for you. We had this, uh, you know, quite a, probably about a good year or two back um, looking at different cell phone plans where you live, where you travel and what you do can really kind of dictate what your choice needs to be. Uh, you know, for example, if you're going to be traveling overseas or out of country, if you live in a more rural area, um, you know, when we start talking about, you know, Android, Apple and everything else, it's like, it, it just depends on the experience that you're looking for that you're comfortable with. So, so yeah, we'll kind of just kind of deflate that. It's not, you know, it's not the, uh, the battle of the, uh, of the mega stars here, but it's really about finding what is the best tool for our listeners out there. So I, I do want to say there is a distinct difference between the two. Obviously we're all aware of, but, um, when it comes to uh, expandability, like Wiltz was saying, he uses an iPhone because that's what works for him, whereas I use an Android because that's what works for me. I have a, a huge demand for uh, data on my phone. I'm constantly taking pictures of serial numbers and, and modems and different things that I need to, to, to have notes on in my phone. And so I, I constantly need more space. So I need a phone that allows me to expand the space inside of it. So while my phone is only a 64 gigabyte phone, I can put a bigger card in there, which allows me to expand it, which is one thing that no iPhone on the planet can do. So if you need something with expandable storage, you might want to be thinking more about an Android. But these days, as phones are being manufactured with more and more internal space, in fact, the new Note 9, is it has up to 512 gigabytes internal storage, which is insane, by the way. Um, you may not need uh, that ability to do that. Um, but it's always something that you want to think about when you're looking at the two different types of phones and what your options are. Well, that, that's right. good. Let's start with uh, what we need to look, what you would need to look at or ask yourself these questions before you get started on this journey. What's your budget? What's, what's your budget? What network is best? for you not what's best and when you look at the commercial what's best for you i like what you guys pointed out every plan is different and uh and and put together yeah. for your lifestyle yeah i have diff different carriers yeah for example at my house one particular carrier it doesn't have doesn't seem to have as good of a signal out there whereas another one really does so 
Uh, I think you probably heard us say that a few times whenever we've had different callers call in. You know, people are like, what's the best one to use? Well, talk to your neighbors. Talk to the people who are in those same areas you are because the best one for me may not be for you. I mean, I'm right here in central Jackson, the Jackson area. we got, you know, plenty of listeners out there that are, you know, we get them from Mobile up to Memphis and every wonderful Mississippi city in between. So what's best for you. you and another question to ask yourself is contract or no contract. There are a lot of companies now offering um, prepaid services uh, that mm-hmm. actually look pretty good, but you have to be knowledgeable and know what you need and what you want, so they won't take advantage of you. Yeah, and and ask questions. You know, find out what that is. Uh, well, for example, my mother-in-law is on a plan with a particular carrier. Um, and my father-in-law, same household, he actually uses a prepaid phone mm-hmm. because his whole thing is like why I'm, why he is a very – my mother-in-law is a real estate broker. She's on her phone constantly. Uh, my father-in-law could really care less about the phone sometimes, so he uses it. You know, He has it there for him of, okay, what do you need me to pick up at the grocery store yeah. or you know, like an emergency or something as, as a quick backup to that. So he did not need the monthly expense. So, so it's what fits what you're looking for. I particularly – like the prepaid, I wish I can get one um, mm-hmm. because I look at the monthly note versus what I'm paying and the carrier I have. I mean, it's actually one of the most expensive and I have a teenage daughter. So, you know, where oh, that yeah. goes. And I look at the monthly note on a prepaid. I'm like, oh, my God. But I can't get out of my contracts because we're paying for these iPhones and she right. wants an upgrade and all this stuff. So it's like I got locked in. I kind of wish I asked more questions before I went in and signed contracts for right. her, and te- especially parents, if you have teenagers, please be mindful of what you're signing. <laughs> what yeah, I mean, quite honestly, into. you do have to read that fine print mm-hmm. because, you know, you do, you are going to be, you know, depending on what your plan is, you are going to be locked into a period of time. There could be a a early termination fee. There well, the could installment be, notes, the paying yeah. for the phone, you can't get out of the contract until the phone is paid off. So right. if I wanted to switch, my carrier actually offers a um month to month um plan like prepaid but I can't go to it until the phones are paid off so I can either pay the phone off and go to the prepaid or just stay with my plan I have now cuz you know as you know teenagers will eat up data we're oh, yeah. going to go to the phone lines and we have our first call for the the day from Gulfport and it's Keith good morning Keith hey good morning guys i was just calling to check and see if you could give me any input on High-frequency sound coming from television antennas. Won't specific a name or give a specific name, but uh, if someone has an, a TV antenna on their rooftop directly across from your bedroom, say you're uh, within 15 feet of it, it sits just below the main power supply that goes into the house. Um, I'm getting a high frequency pitches you guys have any idea that 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 may be the case and i've noticed that i think when this particular company downloads their data it uh it comes in about three o'clock in the morning it gets worse on sunday Hmm. okay so uh do, do you hear the high frequency sound coming over your tv or do you hear it coming from the box from the antenna on your roof I hear it coming through the walls. From the wall? I hear it. Yeah, I hear it. I hear it through the through the house. 
Okay, hmm. I, I'm just going to go ahead and say this is not our forte. However, that sounds to me like a power supply has had some component in it uh, go bad. You may want to look at uh, possibly swapping out the amplifier as it sounds like there may be something wrong with the current one that's in place. Now, that may be the amplifier behind your TV, or that may be the amplifier up by your antenna. You'd have to trial and error that part. Yeah, and okay. one other thing that kind of comes to mind for me, just and and I, and again, kind of going back to what Jeremy said, this is a, a little bit outside, but usually whenever I start thinking about different wines or, or noises like that coming um I, I started thinking about some interference that I saw actually in a couple of computer monitors that I had at work. And what we ran into was a, a grounding problem is that we actually had a problem with getting that particular equipment grounded. And once we actually properly grounded, you know, um, in the facility, everything instantly went better. So I don't know if you may want to also check like the electrical grounding at your house uh, to make sure that you're still getting a good ground at that rod out there by your power box. Right. That's yeah, and I appreciate that because there was something called a a dead short. Mm-hmm. I, I I've been studying this thing a little bit, and uh, of course, with that high frequency sound, some people kind of look at you what like you're crazy. And uh, oh yeah, electricity is weird. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I, I just wanted to run that by you guys, and then and back to the phones. I appreciate what you're saying, and I'll check into those things, guys. Mm-hmm. They give you an update later if it's cool. positive because somebody else might have the issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd but, be great. Uh, what about elderly people and telephones, and particularly people trying to keep their costs down? And I'll leave you guys with that. Well, you know, and that that is really, really a great point. And, and I think, you know... Um, that goes back to our yeah. like, contract versus uh, non-contract. You know, yeah, it's like, because... what, what are you going to be using it for? Like I said, for my mm-hmm. father-in-law, it works out great for him. He's just got a, you know, what you would call basically an old-school flip mm-hmm. phone. It, it's for his communications. Not the flip. <laughs> oh, yeah, he still got a flip. They couldn't even give him the regular screen. They but, have the bug. What's those? J- j- jitterbug. Jitterbug. Well, no, he, he, I like he, those. He likes the flip because then it covers the keys. So if he puts it in his pocket, it doesn't accidentally press any uh, of the keys. Oh, okay. Oh, he's, he's real old school. Old school. <laughs> but, but, but again, it's the tool that works for him. The best tool in the world is the one that does what you need it Wait, to I do. Wait, I got a joke. You got Uh-oh. your gra- great-grandma I'm talking about. I was twitting. Oh, you was what, Granny? You were what? Twitting. I like, I was tw- tweeting. I was trying to get on that Snapchat. Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, or you got your mom texting you. Uh, I guess that's how my daughter feels. And I never thought about it because I'm not old to myself. But, right. you know, when my mom texts me, I'm like, look at this. She's not calling me. She's texting me. I guess that's how my 14-year-old feels about oh, me. Yeah. Why is my mom always texting me like she knows she's cool, you know? But when your great-grandmom and grandmom starts Facebooking you and uh, doing all this stuff because the, they got a new phone, they want to try it out, but they don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Can't find the space <laughs> button, all kinds of fun stuff. Oh, they accidentally always call you? That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. So you're right. What works for okay. your lifestyle? So, so about those people and, and the issues they may have with those devices, uh, bigger buttons helps a lot. Mm-hmm. It really um, does. Which is why the jitterbug is very popular is because it has big buttons on it, mm-hmm. and also it has a big display. So the, uh, the numbers that you punch in, uh, they appear very large. 
Uh, at this point in time, you can get a jitterbug for about sixty dollars, and then the uh, the plans for them go as low as fourteen ninety nine a month. Okay. I think that they run on a Verizon network. I'm not a hundred percent on that. I need a jitterbug myself, then. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, um, I'll and, do and now another important thing to kind of put out there too. Maybe you do have some family members that don't necessarily even need the phone all that often. An important thing to remember is that even your older phone, so let's just say, you know, Michelle, like if you upgraded this year and then you had your old phone just kind of sitting there, you don't have to have service on your phone nowadays to actually get 911 service on it. Mm-hmm. So maybe something else to consider. Maybe you do have some, you know, uh, elderly family members, et cetera, that may not necessarily need that monthly expense of having a, a phone but at the same time, maybe that little, maybe a little bit of mobile nine one one assistance, mm-hmm. maybe you know, um, relieving to them. I guess is a nice way of putting it. An, an old phone can be gifted to them, and they can still use nine one one services on it without having to have a monthly plan. That's good. Well, it's time for another quick break, and when we get back, we'll continue talking about tips for finding the right phone for you. Now, if you'd like to join the conversation, or you can call and just ask any general tech questions, the number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Stay tuned. You're listening to Everyday Tech only on MPB Think Radio. South Dining is the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. From fried chicken and collard greens to shrimp and grits and a glass of sweet tea. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or download our MPB public media app. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. can't come in with that because that's my favorite group in the whole wide world. I have to sing every word. This is Everyday Tech on MVB Think Radio. I'm Michelle McAdoo, New Edition's biggest fan, here today with our tech experts, Wilt Couture and Jeremy Thompson. Yes, I know every word of every album they ever made. Yes, I do. Try to challenge me, I will win. Wilt is looking at me like I'm crazy. But anyway, if you're just joining us today, we're discussing, of course, Cell phones. We're talking about everything from what you should ask yourself before you walk into the cell phone uh, store. What do you think you need? Large screen, small screen, gigabytes, uh, contract, no contract, large buttons, uh, uh, Apple versus Android. We're talking about everything, everything you need to know and tips to help you purchase 
the best phone for you and if you want to upgrade. Uh, so if you have any questions about cell phones or any general tech questions, give us a call today at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 or online at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now, Craig, I'm going to get to you in just a second in Biloxi. But first, of course, it's time for a moment in tech history. Now, get this. August 22nd. 1987, The Legend of Zelda was released in North America. Woo! Yep, one of the most influential games of all time. It was definitely the forerunner of a lot of our role-playing games we see out there. And some listeners are probably out there going, "Eh, why do we care about games? Well, you know, in all honesty, gaming has really been the forerunner to a lot of our technological advances. Uh, Gamers have a tendency of pushing their technology. And as a result, we're seeing those the, the same benefits that come from that are actually kind of bleeding over onto the rest of the consumer side. So now that we're seeing the better graphics and the more the faster processing and the more efficient use of different things. And just, you know, you start thinking about your 4K TVs and everything else. A lot of that really was kind of kind of grown out of the gaming movement. So that was in 87. Yeah. And how old was Jeremy? He was, was one. one. <laughs> he was one. You know, everything now I'm going to reference Not back. quite one. I'm going to reference back to, and how old was Jeremy? So <laughs> August 22nd, 1987, you weren't playing Zelda. <laughs> no. Oh, no, he probably was. I mean, <laughs> no, if I know Jeremy, he was. I fondly remember playing uh, minus one or negative one, however you called it, uh, in Super Mario. I remember doing that with my dad, just sitting in the living room. It was a it was a glitch in uh, it, you had to get it in the second world and you jumped through the pipes and you went through a warp that took you to a never ending world called minus one. Wow, the good old days. <laughs> We're gonna go to the phone lines now and speak to Craig in Biloxi. Good morning, Craig. Good morning. Yes, uh, I'd like to know how much data these so called teenagers actually use, <laughs> and uh, about waterproof phones and how efficient they are. Okay. Well, uh, data that these teenagers actually use is almost <laughs> unlimited. It's absolutely it just, um, and that really becomes a very subjective answer as well. I mean, are they doing a lot of streaming video? Uh, if they're mostly just streaming audio, that does not take up much data. Uh, if they're like my daughter who does a lot of Netflix, um, a lot of YouTube tutorials and things like that, she loves those makeup tutorials all over the place. <laughs> you know, those can eat up a pretty darn good bit of data, especially as they're starting to get more and more high def. Um, can you it, throw any numbers in there? Oh, it's so, I mean, you could literally go from a, a, a slight user may use five gig in a month. Uh, you got heavy users. I mean, I've seen some of our users of at work that have had, even gotten close to a hundred gig in a month. Okay. Um, it's very, very subjective on what what items they use on there. Certain games will eat up a lot of space. Uh, we're we're hearing a lot about that Fortnite and a lot of people talking about that particular game that a lot of kids are playing. That eats up a lot of data. Uh, it'd probably be pretty easy to say if, if I were to kind of give it an average, I'd probably say twenty to twenty five gig a month. Mm-hmm. Um, is where and and that's that's a a purely uneducated. I'm going off of what I see on cell phone bills, basically. Okay. Um, and there was another question you had, and I have The waterproof sent... phones and waterproof. how efficient they are or trouble, troublesome they are. So um, uh, mostly you want to be careful with the term waterproof because they're more like water resistant. Um, you, 
they're they're resistant to uh, usually about three to five meters under the water, and that does not consider um, like say you were you spilled something on it and you were washing it off in your sink. That does not consider the water pressure that would be coming out of your sink. So even though it wasn't submerged underwater, the amount of pressure that it was rated for was exceeded, possibly by even rinsing it off with a faucet or a hose. So we don't recommend doing that. Um, for the most part, I've had several water-resistant phones, and my experience has been great. I can use it in the pouring rain. I do not use it in the shower, although I think I could. And I've never tried to wash it. I've never accidentally washed it, uh, but I've never had a problem there either. I have had uh, my pants soaked with my phone in my pocket, and uh, no problem, no worries. Um, I've never experienced this myself, but if, um, say, one of the Android devices detects that there is water in the charging port and you try to hook it up to charge it, it will tell you that it cannot charge it because it has detected moisture in the charging port, and you will have to wait until the moisture has subsided. Um, other than that, uh, I-, I believe the experience of water-resistant phones has been pretty great, and it's only getting better as time goes on. <laughs> All right. Well, Craig, did that um, help you a little bit? Yes, it did. I, I-, I felt like a caveman trying to figure out how much gas to put in the car when I, when I got my phone. <laughs> Uh, you and me both. Thank you, Craig. Well, thanks for listening to the show, and hopefully that helped you out a lot uh, or yeah. a little bit. Okay. Well, and you know, and here's something I've told some folks because I've I've had that question also from some other people about you know how much how much data should I purchase a month, for example. And what I've generally advised some folks to do is talk to your carrier, and I would almost start on the smaller end. And what will end up happening with this is if throughout the month, if you're getting up close to your your data limit for that particular billing cycle, you're going to usually get a notification, hey, you're within 25%. You know, you use 75% of your data. Yeah, we get you those used, constantly. Right. <laughs> so when you start getting there and see what your usage is, because if you come out of the gate kind of guessing a little bit high, they'll always let the, – the, the carriers will always let you adjust. So you can actually – if you needed to add a little bit or reduce – in other words – I'm trying to get to just don't overpay for it. You know, if you want to start off, I'm just going to pull an arbitrary number, start off and just say 10 gig in the month. And, you know, you're going two, three, four months. And you notice you're not even hitting that. You're you're pretty much at the right spot, but you don't want to come out and start paying for 25 or 30 gig a month if all you you're going to use it. is 10. So so start a little bit low and then, you know, just watch your own usage. Um, there's usually a number you can dial. I think um, I think on my AT&T it's like star D-A-T-A pound. And it'll actually update you currently of what your actual data usage is. Keep an eye on that and see what your usage, your average usage looks like and adjust to that. And, and don't overpay for it. All right. We're going to go to our next caller in Oxford and speak to Jr. Good morning, Jr. Thanks for holding. Good morning. Thank you for uh, taking my question. Um, I've got a couple. First of all, I was just listening to your show, and, and I, I realized that my mother's paying way too much for her phone. I didn't realize you could go do it to a plan like that that would only uh, pay for what you use. Do you do that through your carrier like C Spire, AT&T, and Verizon? Can you do it through them or yes. is it like through Walmart? Uh, it, both. Um, my father-in-law, for example, his is actually through C Spire that he's doing that with, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, yeah, your, your major carriers can do that as well because – you know, it's just, and that way you're actually on their network. So if you already know, say for example, that the C Spire network works good in the area that she needs service, that would definitely be something to look into because that would make it good and consistent for her. And like, whenever my father-in-law maybe needs more minutes, more data, what have you, 
um, he would just, you know, call and he just does another little charge and puts a little bit more on it, basically. And what about the type of phones for someone who's who's getting older? I mean, my mother doesn't need any apps. She All she needs to be able to do is call somebody, but we also do text with her. And so are there good phones? You mentioned the jitterbug earlier. And so are there, do you have a recommendation for a phone that's good for texting and calling for older people? And with that, I'll hang up and listen to your answer. Thank you All very right. much. Thank you, Jer. Jeremy, you have some input on that? Guys, I'm sorry. I, I, the line's a little fuzzy okay. again, so I'm having trouble hearing. He was saying that um, his his mother is a little older, and she really just needs to be able to call out and to text. They do like to text her, and she can text. So basically, that's all she needs. She doesn't need apps and games and things like that. What type of phone would be best for her? He said, we did mention Jitterbug earlier, but what are some other types of phones maybe that would work for her? Well, so I would say uh, probably one of the cheaper, lower-end uh, prepaid like Samsung. Um, I say the Samsung specifically. I, I, they probably all have features built into them at this point where you can make the uh, the the size bigger on the screen for older people, which would uh, help her as well. So any phone that has the ability to uh, to change the size of the screen and put it even in like a simple mode would be a great option. Okay. Well, Rosina, we're going to get to you when we come back from this next break. Today we're talking about cell phones, everything from what to buy, what screen to look for, what carrier to use, what size to get, large, small, jitterbug, not jitterbug. <laughs> We're talking about all that today. And you can be a part of the conversation. Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back after this quick break. get to a radio? Well, don't worry. MPB Think and Music Radio are available online and on our MPB public media app. It's simple. Just log on to our website at mpbonline.org to get started. This is MPB Think Radio. MPB Watch Us Shine brings together some of your favorite MPB radio and TV stars. Join Walt Grayson, Deborah Hunter, Wyatt Waters, Robert St. John, Marshall Ramsey, Bill Ellison, and Felder Rushing for a magical evening of never-before-seen footage and remarkable gems from our vault. It's a night of star-studded entertainment, major announcements, and a chance to win fabulous prizes. MPB Watch Us Shine premieres Thursday, August 23rd at 7 p.m. on MPB TV. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MVB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio. Thanks for listening. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Whips Contreras and Jeremy Thompson, our technology experts. 
Well, today it's been all about cell phones, what you, what you should look for when purchasing or upgrading your phone. Now, we have open phone lines, so there's still time to get your questions or comments answered or put in the show. The number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 Or you can email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now, as I promised, we're going to go to Rosina. She's on the road. She has a question about water bags. Good morning, Rosina. Good morning. Um, Good morning. Do outside activities around water and dirt and stuff. And I was looking for a, a dry pouch or case or something that I could clip on a, a waistband or belt. And I was wondering if y'all had any input on that. Not ne- twofold. Keep it out of my pocket. Um, dirt and water out of it. That actually sounds like a pretty neat idea. I know a lot of people who use them, especially like going to the beach, because uh, it yeah. also keeps things like sand, the uh, the little um, waterproof patch. I honestly, I don't have much experience with them. Hmm. Uh, well, more so on our that. end, yeah, we've used the uh, the life proof cases uh-huh. that that people have generally liked. Uh, the biggest complaint that we hear back with a life proof case sometimes is because it does try to get air and dust and dirt tight. Um, that it can affect the audio quality when talking on the phone. But, um, Jeremy, have you had much experience with some of those? Um, I was wondering, do you want to be able to use the phone while it's in the case, or are you just trying to keep it safe? Just keep it safe. Keep it out of the car so it won't get too hot. Um, But on me, just in case. Most of the times where it is, it's not going to be much of a self-service signal. Okay, Okay, so if you don't need to use the phone, then I recommend something a little beefier than just one of those little pouches. I would say uh-huh. go for, like, a Pelican case. If you go online and look up, like, a waterproof case, Pelican case, uh, you'll find what you're looking for. Now, when you get that case, you want to be sure that you test it before you put your phone in it. Um, uh-huh. A good way to do that is to put, like, a, a napkin or a piece of uh, tissue paper or something in there and then uh, close it up and submerge it in water and see if any of it gets wet. Cool. Do they make them small in Pelican cases small enough for um, phones? Oh, they yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, okay. Because, I mean, yeah, that, that was a standard, but I didn't know they were small. Great. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Thank you, Rosina. And the other one was Light, L-I-G-H-T? Um, it's actually uh, Life, L-I-F-E. Oh, Life. Okay. Yes, okay. yes ma'am. Life Proof. Yes, ma'am. All righty. Well, thank you so much. I hope that helped. And um, putting your phone in the water and seeing if it's waterproof in the bag, that's kind of scary. But, you know, you have to do it. We're going to move on to Billy in Louisiana. Good morning, Billy. Hey, how you doing today? Thanks for um, calling in. Yeah, I wanted to comment because I, I saved so much money, and I don't think a lot of – I mean, I know a lot of people don't know because I run into friends and family, and, and we talk. I was hooked into, like you're talking about, the iPhone got to pay for get a great iPhone and got to and got to be on the uh the plan and all that and I just thought everybody paid 140 dollars or whatever it was and then I, I, through just uh some a series of just checking things out I ended up I, when I went away I was with the iPhone S 6s and mm-hmm. I went to a Samsung Galaxy Note 4 which I love way better than the iPhone I, I think it still takes and it's an old one it, I still believe it takes better pictures but in my off the subject, what I wanted to say is, I got onto an AT and T prepaid plan, and I get uh, I think it's about twenty five gigabytes 
uh, an unlimited talk and text for about $37 a month, $40 a month. And so I save tremendous amount of money by doing that. And I, I run in, like I say, I talk to my friends and, and we talk about how much you pay and they say, wait, what do you do? They don't, they don't know you can do that. I, and all you have to do is call AT&T and put your credit card up and or you, you can go get those little cards every month. But that's, that's more of a hassle. But, uh, and I, but my Galaxy phone, too, uh, you could, what I, one of the features I like is it, it, I keep a battery charged on the wall and a battery charger. If my phone happened to go out, electricity's gone out before, I just pop the back off and slip that battery in it, pop it back on, and then put it in the case, and you can't do that with an iPhone. Yeah. And I've also dropped this phone in the bathtub and slipped around trying to get it. It stayed submerged for a good little while, and it, it, I came back and dried it off and had no problem with it. Wow. But I just wanted to, to say that about the uh, – and also, you were talking about the phones for people who are just can talk and text. You can you can get a little, uh, a little phone um, at uh, the dollar store for about $25. It has those features on there. If you want to just talk and text a little smartphone. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, don't don't be. Um, uh, again, one size doesn't fit all. Right. Don't just think you have to go with what's currently running on the right. commercial. There are options. So, you know, explore your options. And by all means, shoot us a note on over here if we can help answer any questions even beyond the show today. I mean, you know, Jeremy and I would love to be able to help out. So, before we get out of here today, we want to recap what we talked about. We talked about what's your budget. Look at your budget and what fits your lifestyle. What network fits you best? Should you go contract or no contract? Uh, Android or iOS? Which is best for you? Should you get refurbished or not? Do you need a large screen or small screen? And what, again, what works best for your lifestyle? Exactly. And that's just the biggest thing. That's, and that goes with all technology what may work best for me or for Jeremy or for you, Michelle, you know, may not be for everyone, you know, just uh, d- just read, ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask the hard questions. Read the fine print. Know what you're getting into and make your decision. Jeremy? And pretty much any smartphone that you get these days, even the cheapo one, is going to have a decent camera on it. And it should have battery life that lasts you at least most of your day. Uh, if it doesn't, then you probably have a problem with the phone or you got too many apps running. Uh, which is always a factor when it comes to smartphones. So definitely keep that in mind. Okay. And gigabytes, real quick, what uh, a minimum gigabyte should someone look into? Nowadays, at least look at a 32 gig phone. If you're looking at a smartphone, you need at least 32 gig, and that's just in order to be able to support the, the core programs as well as the operating system and at least give you you know room to take a few pictures um the 16s now just because of the size of everything have really just been overrun okay we want to thank you guys for joining us today and thank our board operator on double duty phones and engineering he got it like that java chapman now if you missed part of the show i want to hear past episodes you can listen on our website at mpbonline.org or subscribe to our podcast for wilts contrary and jeremy thompson i'm michelle mcadoo and stay tuned for southern remedy and join us next week as we have an open topic show that means it's all about you next week at 10 on everyday tech Stay tuned for, again, Southern Remedy up next. This is Everyday Tech for Everyday People, only on MPB Think Radio.